My uncle burned his nuts on an open fire. Like his actual testicles? Yeah. Welcome to the Usual People Podcast. I'm one of your hosts, Anthony Herrera. I'm Lala. And I'm Elisa. And today it's all about Come He Told Me Pa-rum-pa-pum-pum. There she told a newborn me king. <laughs> That's right. This episode's all about David Bowie. Um, the man, the myth. No, today's episode is all about Christmas. Merry Christmas, everybody. Merry Christmas. Ring-a-ling-ling. That was a bell. <laughs> that, was, that was a bad bell. I'll it tell you that. And uh, today on the Usual People Podcast, for people who don't know, Usual People Podcast is all about three friends who know, who've known each other since high school. Uh, get together, record a podcast, they try things out for the first time, and today we're trying out a bunch of different uh, Christmas traditions from around the world and here in America. Well, not here in America, here in Toronto. We, of course, live in Toronto and not uh, San Antonio, Isn't Texas. Isn't America? It's not part America. of the America. Come on, we're- Anthony. Yeah, but when you say America, you mean America. No. No, you mean North America. Because yeah. it's the America that counts. <gasps> Whoa. Man, that's a controversial statement to make on this Christmas episode. Anyway, we're in Toronto right now, not San Antonio, Texas. We're trying out a different bunch of different Christmas traditions that we've never done before. In fact, one of the ones we're doing we're right in the middle of right now is we are stringing popcorn onto string... And how are we thinking about this? What I've never, literally never done this before. I've never done it either. This is, it seems so dumb to me. I don't, yeah, I don't really, like, you know, I guess the point is to decorate the tree and put it on the tree. But even if you're going to do that, why? Yeah, like, it's uh, it's not a, it, popcorn is not the brightest white you could possibly put on your tree. Um, is that what it's supposed to emulate, like snow? Is it? I don't, I don't know. That's what I'm asking. Yeah. I thought it was like, because as I'm doing this, we were sitting around and talking, and I thought this is how families enjoy each other. <laughs> well, I mean, this is just something you had to do, like, back in the day when TV was awful. <laughs> That's what you think it was? I thought it was because there was just so much popcorn in the 1800s, people didn't know what to do with it. Okay, well, back in the 1800s, they didn't have TV, so this yeah. is what they had to do to decorate. Do you- they didn't have readily available construction paper to make paper chains. They were just mountains and mountains of popcorn everywhere. Like and, in um, Real Genius with Val Kilmer? Yes, there was just, oh my that, God. There was just that much popcorn, <laughs> and they were all, what are we going to do with all this popcorn? I know we'll put it on trees for a month. Have you mentioned Val Kilmer in every episode so far? Not every episode. No, I don't think every episode. <laughs> but yes, there's just like, it's just, I mean, we're just putting food on a string and then we're going to put it on a tree. I don't get it. It's not for us to get, I guess. Well, but we're doing it. It's a new tradition. In fact, um, and this is about worldwide traditions. And in fact, earlier, we, uh, we ate KFC because... In Japan, Kentucky Fried Chicken is a Christmas tradition. Did you guys know about this at all? She showed, oh, that's a nice 
That is actually a nice string of popcorn you got there. I didn't know about it until you mentioned that that's what we were doing. And I was like, why? And today I found out it was like since the 70s. Yep, exactly. Uh, basically, uh, back in the 1970s, uh, there was a guy named Takeshi Okawara who opened one of the first uh, KFCs in the country in Japan. And he basically listened to a bunch of foreigners talk about what they miss on Christmas. And they miss turkey and things like that and he figured well chickens like turkey and because japan had no any any sort of christmas tradition he just basically went on tv did commercials and say hey you know what everyone in the world does for christmas they eat kentucky fried chicken and japan <laughs> fell for it and uh, kentucky fried chicken is a huge thing in japan now oh. you you have to set up reservations months in advance to get your KFC party barrel, wow. which includes a bunch of chicken, sides, and wine. Uh, you know, I think it's become so saturated in their culture that they even just fry it up themselves if they can't get KFC. Do they? Yeah, because like I've seen that in a few movies. Like, uh, what's that one movie called? Departures? About the like musician who starts becoming a mor mor mortician. Oh, I've never seen and that. Yeah, I've never heard of it. They're like <laughs> eating fried chicken and they made it. And I remember being really freaked out because the chicken they were eating was so pink. Oh, wow. Like, it, like the bones were like bloody when they like finished. Maybe the they soaked it in beets. I don't think they just cooked <laughs> it enough. Like, I don't think like other, like maybe, I don't know. I don't know how yeah. people cook chicken in other countries. Are they just not scared enough of getting botulism or anything like Maybe that? Maybe they smoked it. Because if you smoke it, it's pink, well, right? It was fried. They were frying it. They, so you're saying they weren't frying it long enough. Yeah. Well, either way, we ate some KFC. Feeling a little weird after that. You uh, are? Well, I mean, I ate more chicken than all of you, of course. And um, so we've, we've honored that tradition. Uh, thank you to the people of Japan for making that a tradition we could, could try on our special Christmas episode. Yes. It's nice and greasy. Our fingers are touching, our greased fingers are touching this popcorn that we're putting on strings for absolutely no reason. When we're recording this, we don't have a tree up. What are we going to, we're just going to throw these away, aren't we? Yeah, I plan on throwing it all away. Yeah, we're just throwing it all away. This is just useless, busy the, work. The idea was that we were just going to make the garland because we've never done it before. Right. And you know, I don't think it's terrible. We could put it on your cow. <laughs> you just lifted it out of the bowl and popcorn went everywhere. Why just one. Oh my God. But um, it's nice looking, but... I don't know why people do this. Yeah. My dogs will eat it. Well, there's a lot of stuff that we don't understand. Let's go. Let's stick with this uh, thing about going around the world about things we don't understand. One of my favorites is uh, from South Africa. Uh, two traditions uh, that I uh, particularly like was they eat on uh, in South Africa on Christmas Day. They eat uh, the deep fried caterpillars of the emperor moth. What's an emperor moth? It's probably a very big moth. For some Where reason, this? I thought of the tick. South Africa. I thought of the tick. Yeah? Cool. Arthur, the R moth guy. Yeah, exactly. So they're just eating caterpillars as a tradition in South Africa. And the other part of the that, that I really like is in South Africa. Um, and I'm pretty sure this might be... I'm not going to make any decisions about South Africa because I know very little about the country. But... Um, a story they like to tell in South Africa on Christmas Day or Christmas Eve is the story of Danny. And this is a story about a young boy who eats the cookies and drinks the milk left out for Santa. And his grandmother finds out and gets so mad, she beats him to death. Oh. And now 
uh, Danny haunts little boys and little girls on Christmas Eve That's that in song. South Africa. That's that song. Danny, Angel Danny, <laughs> this is... What song? Angry Johnny. Oh. Angry Johnny? What are you talking about? Jezebel in hell. <laughs> I'll take your word for it. You know that song? No, I do not know it's, that song. It's Johnny? It's not about the same thing. It's not about the same thing at all because this is about a... This is about child beating. In fact, so much of Christmas is based around child beating, I would say. <laughs> no. There's well, a lot of Christmas that's just around that's just like about just very sad children. Well, sad children, but also like a heavy component of Christmas is punishing children. Yeah. Like this punishment. So we got cuz where we come from, basically we just learned Santa will bring you coal if you're not good. But other parts of the world, say for for instance Austria, there's Krampus, of course. Christmas oh, I love Krampus. the Krampus. And uh, Krampus, of course, is the goat man who comes and gets little children and just beats them. He just beats children. That's what he does. He also kidnaps them. <laughs> well, of course. He's got to take the children somewhere to beat them. No yeah. one... It's for the it's for the parents' own good. And he flies on a broom. Right. And, you know, he is beats he them with sticks. A broomstick? Um... Just a bushel of sticks. Yeah, a bushel of sticks. He's just bitten, hitting them. His long demon tongue lolling out. He's getting some sort of weird satisfaction out of this. Is he like, like the uh, labyrinth of the Why can't you finish your It got all tangled up. No, I lost the needle and I can't get it <laughs> the popcorn. It keeps going further down. You're not an expert now, are Art, you? You really screwed that up. You're trying to find a needle in a popcorn bowl? Yeah. That's a, That could be a new tradition, I guess. Well, whoever gets the needle. <laughs> whoever finds the needle. Everybody gets a popcorn bowl to eat. And whoever has the, the needle, needle in their bowl. Oh, God. That's an awful <laughs> surprise. I know there's a Scandinavian tradition where they hide a coin in pudding. And yeah. whoever gets the coin is the winner. And that's the end of the game. Well, no. Uh, there's also the pickle in the Christmas tree. What? You hide the pickle in the Christmas tree. And whoever finds it gets to open their gift first. Yeah, there's that. That's German. That is German. I just remembered that one. That was one of the traditions that I felt wasn't good enough to bring up. Because it really... <laughs> and I brought it up because yeah. I have a friend who does it. <laughs> that one was just, that was sounds so boring to me. I like stories about old women beating children to death. Not, I found a pickle in a tree. <laughs> well, even uh, modern like stuff is about like children dying uh-huh. or being sad. Like, like uh, what if? What do you think? Like Christmas shoes, that one song. Uh, what was that? I know Pat Oswalt did a huge thing about that. What was yeah. going on with Christmas shoes? It, it's it's a song about a kid who uh, wants like fucking nice shoes for his mom for Christmas, <laughs> and I don't know, he ends up dying uh, somehow. <laughs> <laughs> like being out in the cold, I don't know. Oh, you like like the Matchstick Girl? Yeah, something like that. Children have to die for Christmas <laughs> to happen, I yeah. guess. They have to be beaten. It's the sacrifice. Oh, oh, it's probably part of like old pagan stuff. Exactly. <laughs> Christmas is, of course, based on the scientific term is old pagan stuff. And, uh, yeah, and they were just, the pagans, I guess they were a little bit more real about things. There's like, yeah, we're going to kill people. My only experience with pagans is Dragnet. Right. People against goodness and niceness. I just like when Dan Aykroyd and Tom Hanks dance around and in the have goat pills skins. in their pockets. And yeah. And they got in so much trouble and they were like, we didn't do these drugs. 
that it's a fun movie. Not exactly a Christmas movie, though. No. Which gets me on the topic. Nope. Christmas movies, guys. What are your favorite movies? What do you like to watch? What don't you like to watch? What Christmas movies do you want to talk about right now? Um, well, okay. I have to bring up Peanuts Christmas. Just because you have to bring it up. Sure. Uh... You know, I remember watching it all the time as a kid and, like, being excited for it. And, like, oh, it's going to come out this night. We have to sit down and watch it. Yeah. And then I watched it as an adult, and it's not very long, but it's so boring. <laughs> <laughs> like, I could not sit through it. Like, it's like was, 10 minutes. Yeah, I could not sit through it. I was just like, oh, my God, this is so preachy and so boring. I can't sit here and watch this. Well, that was, um, I mean, yeah, that whole, like, he just reads the Bible at the end of that, right? Yeah. He reads the Bible? He reads a passage from I the Bible. I never made it through the whole thing. <laughs> <laughs> like, no joke. I never saw it. I tried to get Brody into it, but I think we both got bored and yeah. something else. It's, uh, it's the, at the time, it's, I kind of appreciate Peanuts just because I like weird looking things, and old Peanuts is just like, that is weird, stilted like, the children's voice recordings on that are always weird and off. Like, like they're not actually talking to each other or, or we're ever in the same room. And I kind of like um, when things get uncomfortably religious. Like, <laughs> just like Linus just coming out and just reading from... Or just... No, he doesn't even read it. He memorized a passage from the Bible and just says it. And it's just like, yeah, we believe in Jesus. So what? <laughs> we're, we're, that's what Christmas is about. Yeah, and, you know, like, Charlie Brown is a fuck-up, you know? Yeah. Like, he was not right in getting that tree. No. He was willfully making everyone upset around him by getting that tree. Exactly. That's what makes him a fucking asshole. No, Charlie Brown is totally an asshole. <laughs> um, he brings most of it on himself. Yeah. Like, I mean, I don't like to victim blame, but how, like, okay, yeah, it's fucked up that Lucy's doing that shit to him. But also, don't try to kick the ball, Charlie Brown. Yeah, just don't. There comes a point. Yeah, exactly. Look, I don't... It's never any victim's fault, but... Come on. (laughs) Charlie Brown. (laughs) You've got to stop making the same mistakes. He's caught in a a cycle of abuse. And he needs to get out of it. Well, like, if they stopped the cycle, then there would be no more episodes. Right. If if Charlie Brown just became a cool person, there just wouldn't be anything left to do. Yeah. Oh, one of the ones, speaking of, as long as we're staying on the depressing line, I want to go with what I believe is one of the most depressing uh, Christmas movies of all time. And it's one I don't think it's talked about much. And in fact, it's a Disney movie. And it's uh, it's called Disney's One Magic Christmas. Have any of you seen this? No. no. Maybe. This no, movie's in it. Uh, Mary Steenburgen and Harry Dean Stanton. Oh. <laughs> yes, think about that. A Disney movie starring Harry Dean Stanton. Who's Harry Dean Stanton? Uh, he's Carl Rod, the guy who owns the trailer park oh, in yeah, Twin yeah, Peaks yeah. The Return. Okay, okay. I, I knew that name. Yeah. So in One Magic Christmas, basically, Mary it's it's so it's such a depressing movie. It's in a very like poor neighborhood. There's it's not it's it portrays snow. You know how in most Christmas movies it has the nice snow where snow is like compact and all the streets are all nicely swept and it's, it's got all that nice. good DC snow. This got it's got this snow that's just like it's almost slush all the time. Everything is wet and it, gray and gray. And, that's real snow. Yeah, exactly. It's a, like it's, it's very real. It's a very real snow. It's about this poor family who are about to lose their house on Christmas, uh, basically on Christmas Eve. 
Mary Steenburgen is the mother of the family. Uh, she works at a department store. Her husband just got laid off. They have no, they have no money. They, they can't really do Christmas. And naturally, she's depressed and hates Christmas because her life is terrible. And God sees this and says, no fucking way are you going to hate Christmas. So he sends an angel played by Harry Dean Stanton. I have seen this movie. Oh my God, yes. <laughs> who is basically dressed like a, a magical drifter. He's got a long duster, yeah, a big yeah. hat. He looks like the angel of death. <laughs> and he's just walking around. My favorite scene is that he's watching these kids. Uh, he's like watching all the little kids who are the main stars of the movie or the part of the main family. And there's a bunch of older boys playing hockey and... He, he sees the boys playing hockey and he just goes, careful boys, there's a bunch of little kids around here. And I just love that line <laughs> for some reason. Just like, and then when the, the kids hit the hockey puck, it's about to hit the children. Gabriel makes, his name is Gabriel, he makes the hockey puck go into somebody's house, breaks a window. Anyway, the most fucked up part about this whole thing is that in order to teach uh, Mary Steenburgen her lesson about Christmas... He basically creates an alternate reality where her husband is murdered and her children are kidnapped, at first presumed dead, but then later recovered, and then she's got to go to the North Pole. <laughs> Was it a good movie? <laughs> I like the movie. It is not a happy movie. <laughs> like, it's basically, the basic point is, hey... Like, it could be worse. It could be worse. That's the whole point of it. It's just like, hey, I know things suck, but your husband could be murdered. And your children could be kidnapped. So cheer the fuck up. It's true. Right. Well, yeah. <laughs> exactly. Which is what I kind of like. Because it's not saying... It is in no way saying that life is good. And, you know, Christmas should be magical. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> because they go to the North Pole and she goes to Santa's house... And it's just like when they presented the snow earlier. It's the most depressing fucking place in the world. It looks like your grandma's house. And then they go into the workshop. There's no lights in there. Everybody's working in darkness. It's great. Exactly. <laughs> and it's just so depressing. It was it was really Disney wanted to make a family movie and the guy they hired to make it obviously hated Christmas. And he just was like, "We're going to make everyone sad." <laughs> That's why I'm casting Harry Dean Stanton as an angel. That is not who you cast as an angel. That's who you cast as a demon. So, if you guys haven't seen it, check out One Magic Christmas. It's one of the most depressing movies you'll ever see. Or somebody very neutral like Death. Exactly. Like exactly. Basically, or like a character in a Johnny Cash song. That's who Harry Dean Stanton is. Yeah. Sue? A boy named Sue. Yeah, <laughs> Harry Dean Stanton could easily, if they made that into a movie, he could easily play a boy named Sue. I see that. Well, you any other movies, you guys? Uh, this is least favorite. Least favorite, favorite, anything you want to. I don't have a least favorite, but every year my mom watches Follow All of Christmas on the Hallmark Channel. What is that? It's Christmas movies and like Candace Cameron. Mm -hmm. That you whole, know, like that's a whole fucking Hollywood system in and of itself. My now. mom watches it all the time, and we don't see her for sometimes for days. <laughs> she gets so caught up, so I hate the idea of it. But when she watches it, I get sucked into it. Because sure. I'm like, what happened? And then there's sometimes where... It, are the stories almost always like about career women who have to make a choice? Yes. Yeah. Okay. That's a lot of it. Or, or they're just looking moms. for love. Mm -hmm. 
Yeah, and it's just, they're terrible, and you can predict them, but there's been some where my mom's really into it, and I'm like, Mom, we've seen this one. She's like, no, I haven't. I'll be like, yes, this, this, and that's going to happen. And she's like, why are you ruining this for me? <laughs> and, you know. They're, they're obviously formulaic. Right, that's yeah. the whole point of it. I that. always, like, get sucked into them, though. Because that's, like, like, that's it's comforting that, yeah. like, you know it's all going to, that's what those things offer. It's like, you know it's going to work out. It's not. They're it's, the mashed potatoes of movies. They're, exactly. Well, they're basically, like, Law and Order episodes. Like, oh, you yeah. know. she watches that, too. Exactly. So I it's, get it's the, it's into the two, those, too. It's the two extremes. It's just, like. It's either ultra comfort food or basically torture porn, <laughs> but because it has a familiar structure, they're equally as comforting as each other. I guess so. So they should just combine the two. Christmas and, Law and Order. Yeah, just like just like Christmas horror movies, but as long Law as Law and Order Christmas edition. Yeah, yeah. Candace Cameron. <laughs> Candace Cameron has to fucking investigate a bunch of sex crimes on Christmas Eve. And make sure she gets her kids to the play on time. But then there's a killer on the loose. That should that would be the perfect mom movie, I think. No, <laughs> no? am I misunderstanding? Yeah, yeah but once I didn't again? watch that. <laughs> no. Well, I went, when I left the house today, that's exactly what my mom was Follow watching. Follow Christmas. Something like along those lines. It was a Christmas movie, and then there was a countdown in the corner. To what in 21 hours there was going to be a Gilmore the Merrier oh no <laughs> uh, uh, marathon of, of Gilmore Girls no. episodes <laughs> so our old pal Amy Sherman Palladino is is ruining our mother's lives again damn it anyway I'm just trying to remember if there are a lot of uh, Christmas episodes of Gilmore Girls and I guess there must there must be have been like there had to be one been, a year yeah one a year. Um, another movie I wanted to talk about, you brought this up before we uh, started talking, was a Rare Exports, A Christmas oh, Tale. Yeah. This is a movie I really like. It's basically... Uh, a What's Chris- that one? It's a Christmas oh. horror movie. <laughs> yeah. Don't turn to her because I'm about that. to explain to you I what it was. I that. That's what I was like, oh. <laughs> okay. Oh. You look so like an 80s girl right now with your popcorn and your... Uh, I just your, see my clear phone. Your like, yeah. attitude. Yeah, your, your attitude like, right now. <laughs> you're, you're looking at me. It's just like, I don't give a shit. I'm going to go to the mall. Anyway, <laughs> Rare Exports of Christmas Tale. Mall Madness. We can play Mall Madness. I've never played Mall Madness. Maybe right? have I. I got it for Christmas once. Nice. Yeah. Uh, so <laughs> this is a Finnish holiday horror movie. Basically, a bunch of Finnish uh, reindeer uh, killers or farmers um, find the actual Santa Claus. Uh, who's this naked old man they find, and uh, it leads to a lot of horror because the he's kidnapping all the kids because he's a combination of Santa and Krampus. And it's a good movie. It's a like Gremlins. Um, it, it's kind of a movie you can watch with your family until the end, which involves a scene where basically... A hundred naked old men. And when I say naked, I don't mean like tastefully presented naked. I mean... Like full, full on Full naked. frontal. And it's not just old men. It's a bunch of naked Santas. Basically. Yeah, it's a bunch of naked Santas. <laughs> bunch of bearded it's, men. It's an animation movie? No, no it's, it's a live action, action. movie. Well, who's, who's the reindeer killers? They're the, 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 the like, heroes. Yeah. They're the heroes. They make their money off of killing reindeer. 
Um, but the Santas oh. have already killed all the reindeer. Is it weird that when you said reindeer killers, I thought the reindeer were the killers? No, this isn't a killer reindeer movie. This is a killer Santa movie. Yeah, for some reason I thought they were farmers and the Krampus Santas were killing them for food or something. No. I don't know. I'm like confused on the... But I do remember like the whole end plot. The whole end thing. It's a vol- like a hive mind. Yeah, it's a hundred naked old men... And you just and it's full frontal shots of these naked old men, and they're basically chasing down a little boy through his scent at the end of the movie. So there's a lot of odd kind of not Christmas. <laughs> no, no, no! It like turns it. into a Christmas movie because well, no. I don't want to give away the yeah. end. I'm just saying that whenever I recommend rare exports, I do. I just want to say you're going to see old man penis in this movie. It's going to happen. And in fact, not just live action old man penis, but then they make them into CGI old men to do the scenes where they're running through the woods because there's so many of them. And (laughs) they take the time to CGI everything. (laughs) Some finish. If a special effects man was like, I have to make this old man cock look real or this movie's going to fail. Merry Christmas, penis. (laughs) Merry Christmas, penis. Happy penis Christmas. This and again, <laughs> this goes to the thing where you're constantly making up phrases and sayings and songs. And uh, what was the thing you said today, right before you went to the bathroom? <laughs> oh, Christmas pee! Oh, Christmas pee! Yes, you were on your way to the bathroom, and um, before my the the best thing I like about this story is that it shows that. You don't actually wait to get in the bathroom before you unzip your pants, apparently. Yeah, you gotta do it on the way in. Sometimes I forget, like, at work. Like, I'm like, I shouldn't do that in case somebody's, like, in there. <laughs> you're just, you before, at work, you'll just unzip your pants before you I start you the- doing it. I gotta pee so bad. And it just helps it. <laughs> you know, the process go by faster. So as you're unzipping your pants in the hallway to get into the bathroom, you're just singing yourself. Well, no, Poop. it's not in the hallway. It's in the bathroom, but, like, oh. outside the stall. Okay, gotcha. I and I need you to might- stop doing that. Yeah, you do need to stop doing doing that um but then so you're singing christmas p.o christmas p but then there was another thing while we were stringing up this popcorn that we get less and less interested in as the episode goes by you said this uh which really caught my attention which was easy peasy popcorn pie stick a needle in a popcorn brain did you not say a popcorn brain yeah that doesn't make any sense. <laughs> exactly. Because I thought you were going to say stick a needle in my eye. But no, you said stick a needle in a popcorn brain. They do look like little brains. They do look like little brains. Oh, and, that would make sense why it said brain then. Yeah. And I think your your songs really bring a lot of joy to, to this our world, lives. To yes. our lives yeah. and the world and oh, all that. You're welcome. Thank you. <laughs> I didn't even know I sing that. Yes. <laughs> You just you say things you don't even know you're saying nope. them. Easy peasy popcorn pie. Stick a needle in a popcorn brain. <laughs> it doesn't even rhyme. Exactly. That's what I love about it. Oh, that's great. Um, let's see. Oh, and uh, so just let's get into some other more at home traditions. Um, mistletoe thing was invented by a creep, right? Yeah, it must have been. Just a real yeah. sleazy mother effer. Does anybody? Have, do you guys do the mistletoe thing, or have you ever done the mistletoe thing? I've never been... Well, okay, yeah, no. I was under a mistletoe once. Yes. Because this person had it, like, all over their ceiling. And Ugh. they're like, oh, we have to kiss. And I'm just like, 
No. no. <laughs> for anybody, yeah, for anybody who didn't away. see, Lala was just holding her hand straight out. I was pushing their face away and I walked away. Oh, God. <laughs> That's so weird. Like, I knew David's uh, aunt, you had it once at one of their parties, and it was weird. But, I mean, no, nothing was forced. Yeah. That whole that whole thing just really grosses me out. Like, and somehow Spencer's made it worse. What did, oh, the mistletoe belt thing. Yeah, they oh, put it on the crotch. Yeah. Oh, I really hate that. that See, whole... I thought mistletoe had to be real. What do you mean? Well, like had to be actual mistletoe. No, like you find it in nature, not hanging over your door or in the ceiling. You know, like, I don't even know where mistletoe pants. comes. from. Yeah, I don't know. Where it mistletoe... grows off the trees. Does it? Trees? It's like it's like the. Uh, I don't know the mistletoe trees. <laughs> it's like those. You know when you have the trees and they have those brown nest looking things that fall down yeah. it grows like that like Pine algae cones? not algae no um like those those things just tree anyway things. yeah they grow off the tree it's like okay. a uh, so you're thinking you thought it had to be if somebody was in nature under the mistletoe that's when you kiss yeah it had I to mean, be organic in every way yeah yeah just like that the kiss. Happen. Yeah, that doesn't happen. And I'm just saying, it was obviously some just sleazy piece of shit. And they somehow made it cute. Yeah. Just like the whole thing about mom kissing Santa Claus. Yeah. It's just fucking creepy. The sexy side of Christmas really gets on my nerves. Oh, Santa baby. Ah! Jesus Christ. What is a Santa baby? You know, Santa, Santa baby. baby. Tonight, yeah. Santa baby, yeah, stop, stop, baby, baby. No, that really, and then oh, I love Eartha Kit. Sure, and <laughs> but and then she's one of the many people who has... that uh, brings me, of course, to baby. It's cold outside. Oh my god, that is so rapey. Yep, and <laughs> if you choose to believe that, you can interpret it as a rapey thing. You know how I like to interpret it? They're in hell. I like to think it's two awful people trapped in hell, forced to sing that song over and over again. Oh, well, uh, you know, she and him did a Christmas album. Uh huh. And they reversed the roles, and it's Zoe Deschanel singing the, you know, traditionally man part. Yeah. You know, what's his name? Whatever, it doesn't matter. Yeah. And uh, the rapey connotations aren't, you know, diminished because of it. No, no. But, I yeah. don't know the words to this song other than Santa Baby. Baby, Hurry. it's cold outside. Oh, wait. Yeah, it's I really a different song go. now. Oh, that's an elf. <laughs> what? Oh, yeah. Zoe they sing Chanel it in the sings show. Oh, right. Oh, okay. I thought you said that the person singing it was an elf. No, but, I mean, if in the movie, uh, Will Ferrell was an elf, so he was singing it. Anyway. Well, let's sort of move on. We're coming up to our break now. Um, already? We're yes, we are. Well, uh, should we go into songs since we're already there? Well, let's take let's go on a break. We'll come back. We can get into more songs. Okay. I'm gonna say during the break we're gonna do you some. You even tell them what we're doing. We're gonna do some more. That's what I'm doing now. Holy shit! <laughs> Fuck. Calm oh. down. It's not Thanksgiving. It's Christmas. Oh God. <laughs> we should be happy. So during the break we're gonna do a bunch more traditions. One. We're going to write letters to Santa. I've never written a letter to Santa, so that's what we're going to do. Uh, two, Lala's going to make some cookies. We're going to decorate them. We're decorating them, right? Yeah. And we got, we I've never frosting. done that. I made homemade frosting, bitch. Shit. That sounds exciting. We're going to decorate <laughs> that. You said you were going to make eggnog. 
Yes. In 15 minutes. 15-minute eggnog. We're fine. That's awesome. We're going to make some eggnog. Uh, Letters of Santa eggnog. We have some more traditions uh, that I haven't mentioned yet from around the world that we're also going to do. We'll bring it up and uh, on the second half. Uh, so I think that's all we're going to do. We're going to take a break now. When we come back, we'll come back with some more Christmas traditions, more Christmas talk. Merry Christmas, everybody. We're going to be right back. Yeah, 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 yeah. Here comes Krampus. Here comes Krampus. Yeah, 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 yeah. He will put you in a barrel, hit you with his sticks. Welcome back to the Usual People Podcast. Merry Christmas. And Morrissey sucks, right, guys? Yeah. Yes. I hate him. God, yeah. Morrissey sucks. How many times did you try to go see him? In Three San- times. Three times. Canceled every time. Yeah, yeah, I mean, we bought plane tickets to San Antonio and everything. <laughs> yeah. Because that's too. where he was playing. He was San Antonio. Mm-hmm. Canceled the shows three times. This Christmas... Biggest wish, just fuck off, Morrissey. Yeah, just get on a rocket ship and fly into the sun, you bitch. (laughs) (laughs) Wow. Oh, God, that's going to be... We're going to put that in the trailer or something. (laughs) about Morrissey. All right, guys, uh, we're back. We... Now that we've got the Morrissey situation covered, um, we've been uh, t- doing a bunch of different traditions over the course of the break. Um, Lala made some delicious, delicious cookies. Oh my God, these were great. Uh, chocolate chipless cookies, gingerbread men little cookies. And I guess they weren't gingerbread. They were all sugar cookies. They were, yeah. And I made uh, cultured butter cookies and I actually made my own cultured butter for those. What does that mean? Um... Basically, I took uh, some cream and I added uh, cultures to it via uh, buttermilk and left it out overnight and it turns into like a really thick cream and then I churned it in the uh, blender, made butter from it. Guys, we got cooking tips here. We got movies. <laughs> we This is a podcast that covers everything. Why do you all have to focus on things that only cover one thing? We cover life. Yes. Oh, I thought you were asking me a question. No, I'm talking to the people who are listening to us. I'm berating the people who are actually listening to us right now. So pay attention. Okay. So <laughs> they were delicious. And uh, I was, uh, you hadn't made or decorated cookies since you were a child, you said. Yeah. I've never decorated cookies and it showed in what I made. Um, all I could muster was to make a frowny man with an A on it. And it represented me because my name is Anthony, but you all thought it meant adulterer. Yeah. Because I wrote it in, in red. red. <laughs> Um, I think, uh, what, Dave called my cookie a whore? Uh, which I think was uncalled for. Yeah, it was a very uh, holiday mean, Christmas your boob cookie man was a Yeah, whore. yeah it was specifically a man with boobs. No, it was a lady. Oh, was okay, it? it, it well, looked... I just mean, I don't, I just said man because it's man-shaped. Just yeah. like mm. the generic term for human. Yeah. But... yeah. Let's not get into a discussion about gender. This isn't the time for that. <laughs> The uh, decoration started to run, so I just made a bikini man. Yeah. Um, So, Lala's turned out great, of course, because she knows what she's doing. She got a nice little uh, candy cane there. Ours looked all messed up. I didn't see Dave's, but I didn't care to see Dave's because, you know, he called... He said said that about my cookie, and I didn't appreciate it. When he called it a whore? I made one that looked like Kobe cheese. (laughs) Yeah, like a nacho. Yeah. I made one that looked... Like a star man chew. All right. So we did that. I thought it was all right. I thought it was fun. It's if, The problem is I don't enjoy arts and crafts, so I didn't get much out of it. But I'm glad these cookies were made. I've eaten more cookies than I've eaten in so long. Uh, so these cookies were good. And then we did a couple of other things. Um, I hid a broom. 
Now, this is because in Norway, on Christmas Eve, uh, residents of Norway hide their brooms so that witches cannot steal them and ride them off into the night. Because that is the night witches steal brooms. So I've hidden, I guess it's your daughter's broom. Yeah, the little broom. I've hidden it. I, It's safe from witches, I can tell you that much. Um, but if you need to find out, I'm not going to tell you now just because in case a wish breaks in and tries to, you know. A wish? A, a witch. God damn it. <laughs> I feel like we should make a game out of this next year where we get one of those cinnamon brooms and one of us hides it and we have to find it through our sense of smell. It would be so easy. Those things (laughs) smell so strong. What is a cinnamon broom? You've never seen those brooms like at grocery stores that they're made completely out of cinnamon sticks and so they smell. They make the whole house smell like cinnamon. Jeez, no. Very holiday-like. Okay, well, we should... Yeah, definitely if... We're still friends in a year. Let's do that. I'm just going to buy you a cinnamon mirror for Christmas. And it's going to ruin your friendship. Yeah, it's going to ruin everything. God damn. Um, So we did that. Uh, That was me. I had fun doing that because I like doing unnecessary things. Um, Then another tradition uh, we took advantage of was a tradition from the Czech Republic where on Christmas Eve, young maidens stand in front of their house and throw their shoe over the shoulder at the door. And if the shoe lands heel towards the door, they will not get married. But if it lands toe towards the door, they will get married. And since Elisa is already married, she already has a husband. She doesn't need this. I really wanted to play. Nope. You know, uh, based on the results, I just realized that maybe my shoe kept telling me I'm going to die. Yeah. Well, <laughs> we, t- we did it twice because the first time we threw it, um, the shoes landed sideways. Uh, no definitive answer either way like, on that. Completely perpendicular. Yeah. It wasn't like an angle. No, there was no way to... Parallel. Yeah, Parallel, there was, Yeah, yes. there was no way to call it at all. Like Parallel. So we decided to do it again, but... We still ended up with a completely split decision because Lala's shoe once again went parallel. No way to tell where that went. My actual shoe went heel first, but my insole fell out and hit toe first. So what does it all mean, guys? I think because of the the insole, it means something more. Like Mm -hmm. Dave said, like it's your soulmate. It's my soulmate, gonna, not just a your, husband. Your husband is going to be your soulmate. Not a lot. It's not going to be a marriage of convenience or financial uh, security. It's going to be an actual soulmate. Yeah. Well, I'm not looking forward to that because I have intimacy issues. Let me tell you that <laughs> so bad. Oh, I don't want to live with another person like that. Um, but um, so that was some good you news. You sounded like Jeff Goldblum. What do you mean? When you're like, ooh, I don't want to live with a person like that. <laughs> Like, replay it. No. Later. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> and you're going to be like, she's right. Sounds like Jeff Goldblum. You and me, while everyone listening to this is like, what the fuck is she talking about? Jeff Goldblum. Like, I, mean, I, I feel like at least five times an episode, people are going, what the fuck is she talking about? <laughs> and I think that's what you really bring to the stage. <laughs> is, is that mystery? Yeah. Uh, <laughs> all right. No, I'm, it's a compliment. Yeah, well, I'm taking it as one. <laughs> you seem to be very angry. I don't, I'm confused. Okay. <laughs> I just thought you sounded like Jeff Goldblum and I wanted to point that out. So we were doing a bunch of these uh, little traditions. I was I was having fun, um, but let's get back to just general, well, actually, I want to talk about one more uh, little Christmas tradition. This one is from uh, Spain and Portugal and parts of Italy. Uh, and this is a really confusing one to me because 
basically what happens is it's mainly in Catalan regions of these areas, uh, Catalonia and whatnot. What they do is they make a model of Bethlehem with a Mary, Joseph, and a baby Jesus, but they also include a figure called a Caganer or Shitter, uh, <laughs> as it's known in English. And this is just a figurine. It's usually of a man. Um, he's squatting with his pants around his ankles, and then there's just a pile of shit under him. I feel like that's like a very uh, common um, image in Northern Flemish art. Is it? Where yeah, they like if you look at like ah, um, oh, what's their fucking names? There's like something something the younger and the elder, and they both did these like really elaborate um, paintings mm -hmm. of like medieval scenes, and there's always a shitter in them. Just somebody taking a shit. Yeah, like out a window. <laughs> yeah so but is it like is it trying to like are these paintings trying to capture a grittiness or is the shitter like out of place in the paintings would you say like uh, no it's completely in place okay it's just like like it's it's scenery. an earthy scene yeah so just a basic city scene okay gotcha <laughs> our town scene because I feel like the point of these is to be completely out of place because they also basically in these regions Caganers, uh, the figurines are like highly collectible and they make them of all sorts of people. Uh, you can buy ones of Queen Elizabeth and Barack Obama just Being, taking a shit taking a and shit. put it in next to the baby Jesus. And the are they anti-Christ? Well, I mean, not anti-Christ, <laughs> anti anti-Christ, but anti, you know. I don't think so. I think with all of these traditions... Um, Nobody knows how any of these things get started. Yeah, like, it's, it doesn't really seem like something that's derogatory. It just seems... It's just a guy taking a shit. Yeah. And, uh, like, there's this one village, They I read an article about it, there's these villagers where everyone just believes, hey, if you don't get a fucking dude shitting next to the baby Jesus in your thing, your crops are gonna fail. So... <laughs> buy these things i think some guy again it was like it's like the creep who invented mistletoe it's just some guy told a big lie one year he had all these figurines to sell one year it's just like it's from I the gotta pope. move them I yeah gotta move them the pope says guys we gotta move this thing in all right so we were all talking about uh christmas music during the break what are your what are your favorite christmas songs guys do you have any yes what uh, I love the waitresses' uh, Christmas wrapping. Oh, that's a great one. Yeah, I love that. Merry Christmas. Yeah, Merry Christmas. Yeah. That song's not as big here, I think, as it is. I listen to a lot of British radio stations, oh, and really? it's really huge there. Oh. It's a huge Christmas song in Britain. Like, I play it like, in the Christmas season mm -hmm. uh, every time I go to a bar. Nice. <laughs> uh, and I also, like, if they have Backdoor Santa, I'll play that. What's Backdoor Santa? Backdoor Santa from Clarence Carter. I've never, I don't know that one. <laughs> it's so good. It's just a good song, but it's also like. Give me the hook of it. Uh, shit. I can't. I'm oh. so tone deaf. Like, I just have Christmas wrapping stuck in my head now. Okay, fine. Uh, I'll look it up later then. Yeah, no, but, like, yeah, look, everybody. Now, right now, look hit pause and uh, look up Backdoor Santa. Lisa, Clarence not Carter. you. She's talking to them. <laughs> not, like, not okay. us. I can't hit pause. <laughs> oh my god! It's a good song. Elisa, mm. what are songs? You were telling us uh, you, uh, an intimate song about the twelve days of Christmas in your family. 
Yeah, one year uh, when we were younger, there was 12 of us, like our cousins and like all the grandkids i guess and they ordered us from oldest to youngest mm-hmm. and then they, they made ordered us you up the against the song. wall we set ourselves up almost like a choir it was uh-huh. like two rows of us maybe maybe more yeah. no because there's 12 so, six so two six. rows yeah uh-huh what six and six yeah sorry i was just doing the math so which day of christmas were you in this because My... it went each person each there was a, there was 12 Grandchildren and cousins, right? And My the, sister was two turtle doves. So I had to be four calling birds. Who was three French hens? Maybe it was me. <laughs> <laughs> that was a weird realization face. Was I four French hens I, and three calling birds? No. I just know my... I think it was my sister. She wouldn't talk. And I think that was when she was wearing a patch. Why was she wearing a patch? Because um, she had a lazy eye and she had uh-huh. surgery, so they tried to make oh, it stronger okay. or whatever. But she didn't really talk, and so somebody kept on saying, two turtle doves! And uh-huh. it was really funny. Gotcha. Well, that gives me on the question, like, what are some, like, Christmas traditions or weird things your families would do during Christmas? Do you guys uh, have anything like that? Just, like, I know, Lala, your family was eccentric. Uh-huh. Um, was there anything weird around Christmas you guys had to do? Or was it a fairly normal go to church and then get Taco Bell afterwards type of thing? <laughs> well, you know, we always went to midnight mass uh, for Christmas Eve. Mm-hmm. Uh, so we did that and, you know, they did the, you know, nativity reenactment yeah. throughout that week. So we would attend that. Mm-hmm. And... Because Easter gets weird. Easter gets weird? Easter gets weird. Well, let's say that for the Easter episode. Yeah, then. no, like, seriously. Anyway, uh, yeah. We always had, like, um, the kids had their own opening gift thing, and mm-hmm. then later the adults. And I remember as a kid, you'd open up your gifts, and they were like, okay, go play with them in the other room. Mm-hmm. And the adults would do their gift exchange or whatever. But they were always laughing, because there was always gag gifts. Yeah. And so... You know, we would try and see what they were like laughing at, and we tried to see what was going on. And sometimes we just stayed in the room and played. But I mean, they had some like really dirty gifts that I didn't get until I was from Spencer's gifts. Well, I think it was before Spencer's. Like, how long has Spencer's been? I have no idea. But this was just like weird, sexy stuff. I remember one time all of my aunts got a lipstick, and it was all it was shaped like a penis. I didn't get it. Right. And um. You know, you got the whole Christmas Santa thong thing that they give out. And... Uh-huh. Well, you say that like that's a normal thing. Christmas Santa thong. You know, like they give out. Yeah, it was just weird. But I didn't know what it was until later. The world of adults when you're a child is confusing and ultimately depressing upon reflection. Yeah. Like one time they... My uncle had given... <laughs> it was his... Uh... <laughs> <laughs> Please get the story out so we can enjoy it. Well, we have uh, family-themed barbecues uh-huh. in August, and uh, my uncle dressed up like Batman, but he had like this underwear Batman, and I don't know, maybe he made a mask, and then he had like work gloves, and it was like a really bad <laughs> costume, uh-huh. but then he gave it away as one of those white elephant gifts, and David ended up with it. The cheap yeah. Batman costume? Yeah, the underwear. Oh, ugh. <laughs> At this, ugh. Yeah, nobody wanted that gift. Yeah, my uncle was just laughing about it. Like, it's awful. It was terrible. I don't like that. The biggest tradition <laughs> in my family 
Uh, we used to go to my uncle's house. My uncle was a fairly famous uh, Tejano singer. So Ooh. he had a big Ram. Ramadetta. Yes. <laughs> That's who that was. And he had this big house. He lived in a gated community. So we always had Christmas Eve at his place. And uh, it was a pretty miserable time. I never got along with anybody. I was uh, like, I didn't get along with anybody, but I also purposely was kind of being an asshole all the time. So more and more, I grew less and less like a part of it until one year, uh, it was just me and my dad went over, went in. I spent maybe 10 minutes inside and then I went outside and I just laid in the grass for four hours until my dad was ready to leave. And <laughs> that was in high school. So I just laid, that was one time, that's how I spent one Christmas Eve, was just laying in a front Grass. yard for four hours. And then the last time I ever even tried to go over there was me and my brother. Um, and this was after he had gotten divorced from his wife, my, uh, my uncle. And uh, they, it was, his wife had the big house now. And we decided, well, let's try to go over, see what happens. And you had to punch in a code and get them to open the thing for you. So when my brother and I dialed it up and said, hey, it's Anthony and David, uh, can we come in? Nobody said anything, and they didn't open the gate. <laughs> and uh, that's when we knew, oh, we don't, we aren't welcome here anymore. <laughs> Let's oh, never come here again. Merry so Christmas. Yeah. <laughs> it, was, it was, I think, a good way to spend it. I, I, that's the sort of stuff I remember. I don't remember any good things. Like, uh, I'm sure good stuff happened to me on Christmas. I usually spend um, Christmases by myself. Because uh, I lived in New York for a time, and every Christmas I spent in New York was I was completely alone. Like everyone had gone home to uh, family or whatever. I couldn't afford to. I didn't have enough money to do that. And one Christmas, my friend Linda, who also lived in the city at the time, um, she like the day before, she's like, "Hey, I'm gonna make a bunch of soup on Christmas. Do you want to come over and eat some soup?" And I was all like, "Maybe." And then the day of, it's just like I was like just in my apartment alone and be like. Maybe I should go eat that soup. And then I was like, I texted her. I was like, hey, you still making that soup? And she's like, yeah, but I don't feel like having anybody over. It's like, okay, cool. <laughs> Fine. So that was probably the happiest Christmas I spent in New York. There was the possibility of hanging out with somebody and soup. There was some interaction. There was some interaction, soup. except, uh, but uh, the rest was just uh, 24 hours of there's no, there's no kind of loneliness like Christmas loneliness, I think. Because there's the expectation. I mean, you don't know. You have a family. Well, there was, there was one year where Brody was sick and we didn't hang out with anybody and I cried. Uh-huh. Because I was like, I don't like being away from my family. And David was like, well, we're your family. <laughs> and I was like, it's not the same. And I was really upset. <laughs> like, I was really mad. Yeah. It was like the worst Christmas ever. Wow. I think the most depressing Christmas I ever had was as a kid. Uh, like, because, you know, we would always have, like, our own thing. And then we would go to my grandma's for my mom's side. And then one of my aunt's or uncle's house for my dad's side. And uh, it was always my dad's side of the family at the end of the day. Mm -hmm. So we went there one year. And I guess it was about six, seven. Uh, and uh, they were like, oh, we already opened all the presents. And... Uh, they gave Blanca a present, and they realized they didn't get me one. <laughs> and, uh, <laughs> oh, that sucks. And, uh, and then 
you know, I didn't really realize it because yeah. of the age I was. And I was like, oh, is this for me? And because I didn't know. Yeah. Uh, and it was my Aunt Ori's name on it. Uh-huh. Uh, <laughs> gotcha. And they were like, you can just have it. She's a bitch. They were all drunk. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> nice. I fucking love that shit. That reminds me, one of the Christmases I spent at my uncle's house, there was... He had a bunch of like uh, friends come over, random friends, and one of his friends brought his kid. And there was the big celebration, you know, where all the you know, cousins and all that open presents around the tree. And this kid who wasn't related to the family, he's watching all these kids open a present. There's no presents for him because nobody knows who the hell he is. <laughs> and uh, he basically, I didn't know this until later. He like when it's happening, somebody had to explain to him he's not going to get any presents, so he starts crying and he runs away. And then my dad. Uh, made me give one of my presents to him so he wouldn't cry. And I went, while it was happening, I was expecting to be more upset, but it was it was more a part of like how I realized that I didn't care about anything that was happening. There's like, yeah, have it. It's Christmas. It's fine. Like there was no like disappointment. Neither did I feel good about it. <laughs> like it was just complete neutrality. It's just like, oh, yeah, like here. I mean. Whatever. I, I, it's no big deal. These people, you got to get away from them now. This isn't good. This isn't right. <laughs> you got to leave. I'm glad we we're now talking about depressing things <laughs> around Christmas. Because well, that's like half of Christmas. Yeah, Christmas is a, a depressing time. Yeah. The, the holidays are depressing. They can be, yeah. Exactly. Um, does anybody else have any depressing stories about Christmas they want to share? Because I, I, I'm literally enjoying the hell out of depressing shit right now. Uh, well, I can talk about our least favorite presents that we've ever received. What's your least favorite present? Okay, so, like, like most of my high school stories, I come off as an ungrateful bitch. Sure. So <laughs> You're killing it with the bitch word today, by the way, Lala. <laughs> um, so... It was just, like, a weird year. Like, every place we went, I got, for some reason, people, like... I'm at the age where people think I like perfume. Okay. I guess. I don't know. Well, it's perfume, like as it's long established, is that that's the thing you get girls when you don't know anything about them. Yeah, exactly. And yeah. But, um, so it's the end of Christmas Day, and my mom's like, okay, here's the gift I got for y'all. And she got me, you know, house shoes and perfume. And then, like, when I opened it, I was like... What the fuck is this shit? It's like you don't even know me. Do you know your fucking daughter? That was from your mom? Yeah. That's insane. No, you don't come off as an ungrateful bitch there. House shoes and perfume from your mom. Yeah, and so it was just like... Do you... I don't like perfume. Like, at the time... Like, I use it now. Yeah. But, like, I was telling Elisa, even if somebody bought me perfume now it would be weird for me because i don't like most perfumes right like i'm very particular about smells and a lot of perfumes just get to me yeah like, disgusting so well like <laughs> what i'm saying like those are so generic gifts those yeah. are things you get a co-worker or because i my, one of my bosses got me cologne for christmas and it's just like do you even know me? Like, I, I felt like that. Do you guys, what do you think I smell like every day? Which reminds me, one year when I was working at that job, now that I'm on bosses and smells, my one of my bosses um, came up behind me when I was working at a day's end. And like, he comes up behind me and he sniffs me. 
And he goes, hmm, you didn't use Irish Spring today. Weird! What the fuck? <laughs> so he smells you every day yeah, without exactly. you knowing. <laughs> he, just, he just walked up to me and went, you didn't use Irish Spring. <laughs> what did you do? Wrong, sir. I did use Irish Spring. <laughs> no, it's just That like, is sexual harassment, <laughs> sir. No. Just like, I like you when you smell like Irish Spring. <laughs> Wow, but, that is weird. Yeah, but no, that like anything would have been better than work than house shoes and perfume from yeah, your mom. Like yeah. it could have just been a wrapped up box of church's chicken, and that would have been way better. Oh, than- one year an aunt gave me a wrapped up a uh, box of Cheerios. <laughs> <laughs> And so that was like an ongoing joke for a while. Like we would wrap our gifts in like a cereal box. Yeah. <laughs> That's awesome. Even that was a better gift than the one you're yeah, giving me. Exactly. Because it's like it's like it gave the gift of laughter yeah, exactly. for years. Cheerios. And you could eat them. And it was like the small, like, you know, those little boxes that you're supposed to like tear open and eat it out yeah. of. Um, oh, no, it wasn't I, even a regular size. Yeah, it wasn't a regular size. It was a single size. serving. It was a tiny one. <laughs> Did That's amazing. Did everybody get that? Or? Uh, everybody got random things. Or, like, you know, I didn't, like, that wasn't, like, a situation where, like, I could tell her, oh, what the hell is this? I was just like, thank you. Because, yeah. you know, she was, like, really going through a divorce yeah. at the time. Yeah. She was poor. I think that's an awesome gift. Yeah. yeah. It, 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 <laughs> kids cereal. They love it. Yeah, kids love cereal. Oh, my God. That, um... <laughs> Oh, now I'm thinking about the things I miss from being a kid at Christmas. And what I hated, I hated it at the time, but now I kind of wish it still happened. Is like when my grandma would get me socks for Christmas. I love socks for Christmas. Mm. I do, too. One year, um, Dave's family like was like, what do you want for Christmas? I was like, socks. Just lots of socks. And I got like a lot of socks. It was like the best Christmas <laughs> ever. <laughs> I so rarely get socks because, you know, as adults... You have to buy socks for yourselves now. Yeah. And I haven't bought socks in a year. It's getting bad. <laughs> like, these socks are not hanging on very well. I haven't actually put my other shoe on from when we threw it at the door because I've eaten too much chicken and cookies today to want to bend over to put it back on. <laughs> um, but, um, yeah, these socks are not in good repair. Um, what do you think? What's the? Do you have an idea of the dumbest gifts you've ever given anybody? Oh, that I've ever given anybody? Yeah. Oh, I didn't even think about a dumb gift. Yeah, that I've given somebody. Oh, well, I could bring up one thing. What? Bring it uh, up. We're no, gonna, no, no. It it, it's not that, but like, uh, I could bring up what you gave me for Christmas one year. What did I give you? My science project. Oh, on right. VHS, and I never watched you it. You never watched it. <laughs> yeah, I. And I still want to watch it. I just. I give it. Christmas <laughs> presents once every five to ten years. <laughs> And, and I love Dennis Hopper. Sure. <laughs> I remember one year I got a bunch of people a bunch of sh- real messed up shit. I think I got Dave, what, a 2x4? Two 2x4 two yeah. to fight crime with. <laughs> to fight crime with. Yeah. And he gave me a, a burnt, burnt $5 bill. I think I gave you like a fucking... No, like your gift was like the best gift and it was one of my favorite gifts. What was the gift again? You gave me a letter that I wrote to you over the summer. Aww. And it was like really like nice. Uh-huh. And I like cried. <laughs> it was like the nicest thing you ever did. Because you little, wrote a little yeah, thing because about it. The, the, yeah, the gifts, the things themselves weren't the thing. I wrote the letters. The letters I wrote with them. to Because I have no money. 
and I was trying to give people gifts that year. I'm every once in a while I'm just like I I have to connect with humanity. I have to try. And then I always go overboard, and it gets really strange, I feel. <laughs> like, I didn't I, think it was overboard. It was great. Getting people's burnt $5 bills. I still two have bucks. that $5. You have that burnt $5 I bill? I do. I do, and I have the letter. Aww. And, you know, it's it basically says something about uh, how, uh, something about money, and mm-hmm. then I can't even use it because, like, most of it's gone because <laughs> right. it's burnt <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> away. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, yeah, it was so, funny. Yeah, that was a weird... Because I look back on things I do and it's like, why did I do those things? <laughs> like, I can't even connect with the person who did those things. I thought they were very heartfelt. Well, thank Mine you. Mine was. Thank you. I, I was trying... I, I think I, that year I was actually trying. And then one year I wrote everybody a bunch of sappy messages on Facebook. And then I don't think I've done anything since then. Um... But um, anything uh, weird gifts you've ever given people, or like, uh, like, or you didn't get the reaction you were expecting? Like when they opened it up, they were all like, "Thanks." Thanks. Uh. <laughs> I guess not really because I don't. Really, like, because you're such a good gift giver, Lala. Is that what you're saying? Oh, oh I got one. Well, okay, do it. So one time I went to was it the store that your sister worked at South Park. Which one? The Hallmark store. Oh, the Hallmark store. Was it Hallmark store? Yeah, yeah. And I got this ugly candle thing that was wrapped in flowers and Mm -hmm. vines. Yeah. And I gave it to Dave's mom. Yeah. And I remember she was just like, oh, thank you. (laughs) And, like, when she opened it, like, you know, her reaction, you know, she's like, thanks. Mm -hmm. But... When I saw it too, I was just like, "What was I thinking?" Yeah, I was just like, <laughs> "I don't no. know what I was thinking." Jesus, I think it just matched her room at the time. <laughs> but yeah, it's so. It's just yeah. It's a minefield. It Christmas forces you to interact with people too, and it's just it just leads to bad, bad times. And I, it's not as emotionally fraught as Thanksgiving as our Friendsgiving episode. Or Thanksgiving, just generally. Yeah, is. it's just, but uh, it can lead to bad stuff. I'm not, I can't even think of anything right now. Um, there were a lot of, no, it's just, no, for me, the, the abiding feeling, for me, it, Thanksgiving's abiding feeling is anger and resentment, but Christmas is all about uh, loneliness and regret. I don't know. Well, I love Christmas. Yeah, I love Christmas too. I mean, I think uh, Christmas is fun. Uh, <laughs> loneliness is fun, damn it. Yeah. Just like, uh, but uh, I think, you know, from your perspective, Thanksgiving is probably on point. But for people who tend to do most of the cooking, mm-hmm. frustration, deep mm-hmm. and utter ingrained frustration yeah. is there. Yeah. Just because, uh, and it's, it's you know, even for me, I love cooking. Mm-hmm. I, and I love making, like, great food. But... Uh, uh, if I ever go to my parents, I will purposely not lift a finger uh-huh. because uh, my dad is one of those people that expects women to like cook Ooh. and serve him, and so like I would just be like protest and shit. Yeah, I yeah. just like I'm just not gonna lift a fucking finger. Yeah. So <laughs> and my mom's like Thanksgiving is always just like filled with frustration <laughs> because you know and she it- has to cook everything <laughs> and my dad's an asshole. <laughs> and so you're like it's like sorry mom, I would help you, but dad is an 
asshole. So you have to suffer. I know you suffer all year, but you that's just what have you to signed suffer up more. for. Yeah, that's. Yeah. I didn't sign up for this. You you said I do, and boy, was that a mistake. <laughs> Yeah. Well, clearly, all your children are assholes. <laughs> oh, Merry Christmas, everyone. I'm loving it. All right. So another thing that I want to get to before uh, we wrap up here. I think that, I think we've gotten into some real emotional honesty in this episode. Um, and a, a tradition that uh, I wanted to do right now that I've never done before is I've never written a letter to Santa Claus. And this is because there was an incident when I was little <laughs> where I, I was a wrestling fan when I was little. And there was an incident where the wrestler known as Earthquake uh, sat on Hulk Hogan so hard that Hulk Hogan had to go to the hospital. And they were encouraging kids to write to Hulk Hogan wishing him well and getting better. <laughs> and... I decided, man, Hulk needs me. I better write to this guy. Um, so what happened was they used to sell these ice cream bars. And with the ice cream bars would come a trading card. And I got a Hulk Hogan trading card. And I was going to write, get well, Hulk, on this trading card. And then have my mom mail it to Hulk Hogan. <laughs> and uh, I wrote, get well, Hulk, on it. And then I looked at it. And my handwriting was so bad that I thought Hulk Hogan was going to laugh at me. And so I threw it away and cried instead of sending it to him. And so I never wanted to send anything to another famous person again. For you fear. never sent it. Yeah. Like, he was just like, no, this is wrong. <laughs> this is bad. I, of course, later found out that his stint in the hospital had more to do with uh, getting him out of the way because of a, uh, I think, uh, steroid investigation. Oh, than, yeah? than he wasn't actually injured. Wrestling isn't real. Did you know that? Uh, yes and no. Okay. Well, because, uh, like, they really do get hurt, and they, they do. really do hit each other with chairs. It's just a matter of how you get hit. Right. But that wasn't actually the how case. He was down. just, he was either filming No Holds Barred, or he was under investigation for steroids. It's a good movie. Did you know there's a Christmas, uh, Hulk Hogan Christmas story? Yes. I, I saw a picture of it, and I was just laughing. What was it like, Sa oh yeah, Santa Claus has muscles, I think it's called, or Santa <laughs> with muscles or something I don't remember like what it's called, do you remember? Yeah, it was something like that, yeah. yeah. Anyway, that incident, basically, I've never written to, I, I actually, honestly, after that, like, the only other person I ever wanted to write to was a, guy, a writer named Garth Ennis. Uh, to thank him for his work on the comic book Preacher. But again, I just felt so embarrassed that I never wanted to... I was intimidated by them and I thought they would laugh at me. This idea that people would laugh at me if I wrote to them. But I finally... I, I wrote a letter to Santa and um, I want to share it right now. Okay, okay share it. Okay. Dear Santa, I have never written to you before and in fact haven't written a letter in at least 17 years. So I'm not sure how to proceed. I guess I'll start with the facts. My name is Anthony Herrera, I'm 34 years old, 6 foot, 4 inches tall. My current weight is hard to determine. Um, we would have to go to either a farm or a racetrack or pretty much any place where they weigh horses to get an accurate weighing on me. But I'm sure you know all about that, you fat piece of shit. JK, you know it's just fat bro talk. Just two obese monsters just having a good old chin wag about losing feeling in our toes sometimes and getting dizzy when we stand up. 
and the stench whenever we lift up our veiny stretch mark guts with our two hands that are slipping on the greasy film. But I'm way off topic at this point. This is about what I want for Christmas, and Santa, I only want two things. Number one, I want me and my friends Lala, Lisa, and Dave to keep making the Usual People podcast and get better with every episode because I really love these people, and even though I live in the same city as them for three years before this, I hardly saw them, mainly due to my own personal issues and limitations, both real and entirely invented in my mind. And even if no one ever listens to this podcast, I don't care, because this allows me to put all my bullshit aside and see these people on a regular basis, and I sincerely cherish this time. Two, I want Krampus. Send him my way, Santa. Send that child-abusing motherfucker to me because I'm going to beat the shit out of him for the thousands of kids he's whipped and tortured. I will become a demon straight from a fallen angel's nightmare and for seven days and seven nights atop the peaks, peaks of Mount Logan, the tallest mountain in Canada, I will brutalize Krampus. I will make him scream. In his torment, we will learn together new and terrible things about his goat body and the limits to which it can be taken. In his agony, he will of course fall in love with me. It's only natural. But this is yet another level of his harrowing. For Krampus can never have me, neither my body nor my soul, no matter the promises I make him. And at the end of those seven days, I will rip off his horns and shave his coarse black hair off and clothe him in khakis and button downs and force him to get a real job like at a Quiznos or Best Buy. <laughs> his name will be Chad K. Rampus, and he will lead a life of mediocrity and loneliness until I and I alone will decide when he dies. Well, Santa, I gotta go. But before I do, I just want to ask, who's your favorite movie version of you? Was it David Huddleston, a.k.a. the Big Lebowski and the Ilya Salkind box office disaster Santa Claus the Movie in 1985? Or was it Tim Allen and the Santa Claus movies, which opens with Santa breaking his neck and dying unmourned, and Tim Allen's slow, Cronenberg-like transformation into a fat creep? Or was it Paul Giamatti and Fred Claus, a movie that no one has actually ever seen? One thing is for certain. All movies based on you are pretty much terrible. On sheer quality of storytelling, you're probably the worst fictional character ever. Anyway, talk to you later. Love, Anthony. That's really nice. Yeah. yeah. It was a really it, nice letter. I felt like you put a lot of thought into it. Yeah. Well, yeah, I mean, it's my first letter to Santa. I didn't want him to laugh at me, is the thing. I was just, I'm terrified of being judged by people more famous than me. So I wanted to get it right. So do you think he'll give me what I want? Do you think we'll keep doing the usual people podcast? I think so. Yeah. Unless you fuck it up. God damn. <laughs> I hope I don't. Holy shit. Oh, man. So, guys, do we have anything else to say about uh, Christmas tonight? Uh, you know, I, I have two things to mention about your letter that have absolutely nothing to do with it. Just sure. Two movies that you mentioned before uh, Fred Claus. Mm -hmm. um, Santa Claus the movie is one of those weird movies that I know I've seen and it freaks me out every time I see it uh -huh. because I'm like I do not remember this fucking plot at all. Right. And uh, Santa Claus with uh, Tim Allen. Yeah, the Santa Claus. The Santa Claus. Uh, I've never seen it and there's a story for that because 
my aunt took me to the movies and it was my turn to pick the movie mm-hmm. and my sister and her friend tagged along and Blanca's friend wanted to see the Santa Claus and I was like, we're not going to see the fucking Santa Claus. It's <laughs> my turn to pick the movie. We're seeing the professional. <laughs> <laughs> that is a completely different from the Santa Claus and I would say the professional is way more creepy than the Santa Claus. <laughs> Oh my god. <laughs> Alisa, do you have any parting Christmas thoughts for everybody? Um, I don't think so. I mean, there was stuff that I wanted to bring up, but mm, and now it doesn't seem like I should. <laughs> <laughs> well, I would just like to end with uh, a plea to uh, Justin Trudeau, the Prime Minister of Canada. Um, as you know, we all live in Toronto, and... Every year they do the cavalcade of lights in Toronto, but this year Justin Trudeau has banned it because he was not voted sexiest man alive. That went to Blake Shelton, and we all have complex feelings about that, I'm sure. (laughs) Well, I feel like, you know, even if they had picked Trudeau, Hmm. uh... It, it's been a weird year for sexy men. Yeah. Uh, like, it's been the non-sexiest year for sexy men. Yeah. Because they're the ones that are in the media. I don't know. Mm-hmm. Like, you know, the dad bod thing was at its height in, what, 2016? Sure. Or 2015? And you're not a fan and, of it. Well, I don't really care about the dad bod here sure. or there. But it seems like now it's just about the most vanilla people ever. Yeah. Not real sexiness at all. Just, like, complete neutrality. That's all. And what we're saying is Mr. Trudeau, Dr. Trudeau, Dr. Professor Trudeau, let your vanity go. Medicine woman. Let us turn the lights. Was he in the running? Um, He thought he was. He had Did made he made a he made a plaque in everything. Really? We might have we might have hurt his chances of being the sexiest man alive. And if we did, we're sorry. What we're saying is Trudeau, don't punish the people of Toronto because Blake Shelton is sexier than you. It's, it's how can Blake Shelton be sexier than, than anybody? Anyone? Oh, let's maybe not... it has to do with personality. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, anyway. Well, yeah, by the time this comes out, no one's going to even remember Blake Shelton was the sexiest man alive. But whatever. You know what it is? It's because he's with uh, Gwen Stefani. Yeah. And you know, when you're with a pretty lady, (laughs) everybody wants you. I know it must have been a joke headline, but I saw a headline that said Gwen Stefani even admits Blake Shelton isn't the sexiest man alive. (laughs) Anyway, (laughs) Professor Martin Luther King Trudeau. Please turn the cavalcade of lights in Toronto back on. Let go of your vanity. If we have to, we will visit you as the three ghosts. Let the people of Toronto be happy. Merry Christmas, everybody. Merry Christmas. Happy Boxing Day. And a happy new year. And happy Valentine's Day. Hey, Lala, can you uh, say bitch really angrily one more time? Bitch? Fuck yeah. All right. Merry Christmas, everybody. Have a good day. Adios. Ho, ho, ho.